0: And God saw everything that He had made, and behold, it was very good. It was very good. It was very good.
1: And yes. Behold, Hello, here we
2: are. Seven days. Hello, everybody. And Hello, God saw you?
1: everything you. that He had made. Oh, well, thank you. How are you?
3: I'm. I'm great. Behold, I'm all the better. All the better for recording better. this because we have an international guest
2: -ah -ah -ah. stop it stop (laughs) it goodness gracious me
3: international but kind of not at the same time yeah but that's all right who have we got shush
2: today we have the amazing simon goff
1: It kind of hurts my heart to be an international guest a little bit really but yeah it's it's kind of cool in a way but it's like oh no, no, you're I'm still currently from currently <laughs>
2: an international guest because you're not an Australian. That's, That's right. Right. But yeah. not really. But kind not really.
0: really.
3: We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. What <laughs> oh, we do oh, first yeah. though, Simon, right. just straight off the bat, we're going okay. with a thing called Fast Five, where we basically give you five questions so that everyone mm-hmm. can know you a little bit better. Sure. But that sounds serious. Wait till you hear the questions. They're pretty okay. stupid, not gonna lie. But we're awesome. gonna do five quick questions, uh, and then we'll we'll jump into it. Find out a bit more about you and why why I guess we're calling you international, even though you're kind of <laughs> not. It's a first five, it's a fast five, it's a fast five. It's a first five, it's a
2: Okay, fast five question number one. Have you number ever one. met a celebrity? And if so, who? Oh.
1: I have met, uh, this probably ages me. I've met Georgie Parker. I was on oh, a yeah. country practice when I was a kid. When I was a yeah. kid, I was on a country practice. So I was like, <laughs> did an episode with Georgie Parker, and that's like peak life for me. And it's been downhill <laughs> since then. No, it's, uh, no, so I met her. Um, we used to do Carols in the Domain. Uh, up mm-hmm. here, and I met uh, guy Sebastian in the oh, bathroom yeah. Amazing. once. In the bathroom. Yep. Had a <laughs> had a chat about the key change in his song. It was a pretty tr- tricky key change. Mm. So yeah, had a chat to him about that. Um, who else? I don't know. Yeah, I met a couple of celebrities, but yeah. like just like nothing, nothing serious. No, no, no. Not no, really like, no, no like like Hollywood movie star or anything like that like, and that's, that's
2: more than just like you saw them like you actually met them as well mm. so yeah I always, I always i
1: always figure like just say hi and just chat with those sorts of people because they're just normal people right like <laughs> yeah they're you don't right be like
2: oh my gosh <laughs> yeah, <don't fan> girl.
1: <laughs> yeah that was that's very yeah. australia centric i love that yeah, georgie parker and it. guy it. sebastian parker, yeah yeah <laughs> well that crazy. was that was literally she had to be there though so it's a bit <laughs> like she was actually being paid to be there at the time Sorry. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
3: no, it counts. It counts. That's a very oh, yeah, informative sure. question, Shush. I think I've got one too.
2: Oh, Simon. Look at us go.
3: If you were to uh, be told you had one day, one day left, and there mm. is what isn't crazy adventure that you've always wanted to do but haven't done?
1: Mm. Oh. Oh man! there's so much that you wanna see, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, like, that I haven't seen like the world's a big place um I don't know, I think you- I'd love to uh there there's bits of like it's it'd all based, be based around like natural things right like okay mm-hmm. it'd be climb a mountain or it'd be like yeah, going in the ocean mm-hmm. somewhere or like it'd, it'd be something like that, but I mean, like, yeah. Part of me would be, just be like, come home and go to the beach, probably.
3: I like that. I like yeah, that.
1: I think that'd be it, but it takes a whole day to get back home. So, so <laughs> no, no, I, we'll I'd remove all, all that. that. If you could okay, snap your so fingers fun. and yeah. get
3: there. Yeah,
1: teleportation. Beach. Yeah, I'd just, I'd definitely just go and hang out on a beach because yeah. I know God has a sense of humor because like someone who loves the beach is now almost in the center of the North American continent.
2: So,
1: God <laughs> yeah, has a yeah. sense of humor. Yeah,
3: <laughs> brilliant. Now,
2: good answer. Very good, very good. Um, yeah, today's question is a bit more serious because I've got Ooh. another one for you that is not as silly oh, as are they usually deep and are. The meaningful guys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what is the most challenging job you can think of?
1: Challenging job. Oh.
2: Yeah. Oh.
1: I mean, anything with leadership of people is pretty challenging, right? right? Like cuz people are involved and people can be kind of dumb sometimes, so.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, mm. That,
1: mm. that that's that makes life hard. <laughs> so I think any kind yeah. of leadership position, like we like yeah, big leadership, like I can't imagine like people who've led through COVID and stuff like that must uh, be, that must have been just crazy because you've got so many yeah. things you're trying to weigh up. So anything like that would have been nuts. Yeah, I yeah. I'd, I'd can't even fathom that.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure.
1: Nah, that's fair.
3: Now on this whole deep theological. uh <laughs> character building questions yeah. what is the best wi-fi name you have ever seen in your <laughs> life
1: there was one that i used to be able to pick up from my house and it was pretty fly for a wi-fi yeah yeah, yeah. i thought that's, that's a good was, one i thought that was really good like that, is yeah, very good. that was pretty clever
3: yeah yeah that's a
2: good one I like that. we're all gonna change our wi-fi names now <laughs> they'll be like just scattered yeah. <laughs> across all seven days pretty good cu- pretty fly for a wi-fi <laughs> Um, and then our final question. We have a listener question, which we Ooh. love. Ooh. Side note, listeners, if you have a question, send it in. Get it to us. It. Um, this is from Kevin. So thanks, Kevin. Who's yes. been an avid listener for seven yes. days. Yeah, well done, Once Kevin. again. Well done,
3: Kevin. Avid listener. All,
2: our, all our avid listeners. Um, and Kevin says, what is your favorite movie? Ooh.
1: I really love a movie by Val Kilmer called The Ghost in the Darkness. It's about... Okay. it's. It's like a not a big book movie. I don't know why. I've I've always wanted to go to Africa and it's about um kind of expansion into Africa and stuff like that and it's it's a it's a book like so it's not a true story but just yeah it was it's pretty cool It's about these it's about two lions that go around kind of terrorizing this work camp and stuff and it's just it's pretty far fetched but I like it a lot.
2: <laughs> there You go. All right. I've never heard it's of it. Worth that. a watch. Right, it's
1: not not like one of his like big ones but it's a good one. All right. On my list. It's like a Val Kilmer B-side.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it. there you have it. You've survived, you Simon. you survived the fast five. And I've got to say, I reckon yours was the hardest. Ooh, All right, five. so let's, let's jump in here a little bit. Let's get into the weeds. Uh, Simon.
1: <laughs> yes.
3: Are you able to give our listeners just a brief overview of what it is you do and I guess right. what kind of got you to where you are right now? Uh, and yep. then we'll jump into kind of what we're going to talk about as far as topically goes. But sure. why don't you give us a bit of a rundown?
1: The The answer to what got me here is it's just God's leading in my life. So that's yep. a pretty easy one. Like it's just yeah, straightforward. Great. I just flat out wouldn't be here without that. Like, <laughs> So I grew up in Sydney um, and yep. my wife... Uh, my now wife is Canadian. And so she came over, I don't even know the year she came over, but she came over to do her uh, teaching degree at the University of Wollongong. She's on a like transfer from her school over here in, uh, in uh, Ontario, in Canada. And I met her on the last day she was here as she was going back to the airport. And then I thought, oh, hey, random person that I'll never see again. Peace out and see ya. So, uh, so then she came back and, and, uh, yeah, we, uh, we became friends or whatever. We got married. We were living in Australia and we always thought, yeah, maybe we'll go, we'll, we'll go live in Canada for a couple of years and stuff. Cause like, why would you not want to live in Australia? <laughs> um, and so we were, we, we were settled. We had like great jobs. We'd go into a great church, uh, in Sydney and like we had a house and like just life was ticking along. And we came back here to to Canada, and uh, we just put like resumes out. To a couple of we were both teachers at the time, put resumes out to a couple of schools and stuff. And the uh, this one little Christian school <coughs> called called us in and said, "Hey, do you want to come in and have a chat?" So was, no worries, went and had a chat with the principal. He's like, "I'll let you know if anything opens up." The day before we were about to come back, um, like we had two weeks. It was Easter. Easter. Easter holidays or something school holidays. So we'd had two weeks. And so the day before we we're about to come back principal calls and says, Oh, Hey, can, can Megan come back in and do a, do another interview with the board. And we're like, Oh, okay, sure. No worries. And so when we landed back in Australia, she had a job offer for a job that didn't exist. And, uh, when like didn't exist like two days before that, right? Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. because of her mix, she's, she's a French teacher and she's got music qualifications and stuff like that. And, uh, so she, uh, they just loved what she could bring to the school. And straight away, I was like, oh, okay, we've got to go. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Hang on. Like, so I I couldn't do anything. I couldn't work for, for six months. I It was just a, we sold everything we owned on Facebook. Our house sold before it went on the market. Like, it was just nuts. Like, it yeah. was totally a God thing. Yeah. And, uh, and so we ended up and we landed in Canada. And uh, just through getting involved in stuff and uh um yeah doing a bit of like youth ministry stuff for a while because i was out of teaching and then um i just felt like i wasn't supposed to be doing teaching anymore like that was the plan i was trying to find jobs i was doing like casual teaching and stuff and it just didn't sit right anymore Mm. and so i was i was just saying to god like what am i supposed to do i don't don't know where i fit here Mm. uh and the um some core officers took my wife and i out for dinner and said well would you consider doing being the youth pastor at, at the church and i was like no <laughs> and so <laughs> just no no thanks thank yeah. you i appreciate that but no and then i took the job like two weeks later um and <laughs> it's and then yeah just from there um my the guy who's who was who's uh was my boss um asked me to apply for the job in the music department from there like i was um, leading worship and, and doing a bunch of different things with um, video production stuff and um, a bit of technology stuff that um, that I was just doing for fun.
0: Mm. And
1: it's part of like the youth ministry stuff. Um, and yeah, so he asked me to apply and I kind of got the job there in the music department at THQ, which was pretty cool. So my position is I'm the territorial specialist for, I've got to look up my email um, <laughs> thing here because it's a really long one. And I don't want to get it wrong. I'm the uh, Territorial Specialist for New Media, Youth, and Worship Arts,
0: Oh, which which is one of those
1: really long salvo titles that pretty much like, (laughs) hey, just do what we need you to do. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah. Which is is fine. That's all good. But mostly I'm I'm responsible for most of the contemporary worship stuff in the territory. I run our territorial worship team, which is called NEON, Um, and yeah, just have kind of just been working on resourcing and training worship leaders across our territory and, the, and then working with some of the guys in the other North American territories to kind of team up on some things for that across North America, which has been really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been able to kind of get some projects for Salvo songwriting up and off the ground as well and in Salvation Worship and a couple other cool things. So it's just been like I remember thinking about it when I was younger and I was always doing music and um, creative stuff and yeah, just loved it and it was always, um, part of me, but never, I didn't think that was my calling or anything. So I didn't go (laughs) to school for music. I didn't go to, I didn't go to uni for study music or anything like that. And, um, and there was always like musicians that were just tons better than me. So I was like, Oh no, I'll just let them do that. But I, I I don't know. I think God just uses your passion and your, your experience. And I went and like did my master's in education and stuff like that. And since then, like he's used that to, to be, training training worship leaders and mm. yeah, like the whole worship thing, the wave that went through Australia and Sydney, especially with Hillsong and all that sort of stuff, like the lessons that we learned out of that, that kind of, we were the epicenter there in, in Australia in a lot of ways and it kind of went out from there across the church. And so things that I've learned, I don't know, a lot of years ago and mistakes I made as a worship leader when I was pretty young leading, <laughs> people have been Christians three times longer than I'd been alive, let alone (laughs) been alive that long. Right. You know, like trying to lead worship in the Sunday night service and stuff like that, and just butchering it. But people love me through it and and help me grow through it. I learned some things. I learned a lot of lessons the hard way. And so my passion is that people don't have to do that because I did it. And Mm -hmm. hopefully I can kind of articulate now how they can do better without having to kind of, waste their congregation's time in a bit bit of a way but uh but no like just to to help them yeah help uh people lead others in worship and into that experience with god and that that tangible presence of him uh in that corporate setting um especially Mm. i think Mm. i'm really passionate about that and about how we can lead well and and do that well so yeah that's kind of it's me in a nutshell.
2: Wow. So good. Well, wow, yeah. there was so much in just that we could have unpacked. Man, <laughs> oh man. So good.
1: Yeah, just be careful what you ask God for, because he can yeah, yeah do, that's that's do right. Right. anything, right? Yeah, like, that's right. I'm a long way from where I started this whole thing. So it's it's pretty it's it's cool.
3: <laughs> yeah. It is cool. Yeah. Well, we're kind of we're unpacking this topic, right, of of excellence and authenticity at the moment. Mm. Um and you are the perfect person, especially after hearing that, because we're, we're today we're going to concentrate on coming from a community point of view of excellence mm-hmm. and authenticity. So, like, how do we lead a team with excellence and authenticity? Now, mm. the first thing that jumps out from what you were speaking about was just the immediacy of you saying... God's just made a way for me, right? And mm-hmm. which yeah. which immediately is like, okay, you're the perfect person to start talking about authentic <laughs> leading because what I what I loved was how you were talking about how you're not this scholarly music guy, right? Like, yet you're just following what where God's put you and passion, and bang, isn't that the most? Authentic thing that we can do as leaders, like so. So I'm kind of like, well, you kind of just answer it by living. But (laughs) podcast over. Yeah, podcast over. Just just Simon (laughs) does it by living. But one thing I'm really (laughs) curious about, like you had your fingers in a lot of pies. It seems like, yeah. Um, With all of that, is there a certain team that comes under you in that, or is it through? just relationship in each of those pies type thing. What 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 does a team look like to you in this environment?
1: Uh, so, our, like the music department, uh, we all work, we all function as a pretty cohesive unit here yep. in, in our territory. So, there's nothing that really goes really, really well in our department that isn't touched by someone. And so, we've got like a killer accompanist Piano yeah. and we've got a guy who's winning awards for brass uh, composition and we've got like so that I think the understanding of other people's strengths and stuff mm. is really key and I think when you talk authenticity being aware of your role and your strengths is huge mm. right like right. being like that self-actualization kind of thing almost of this is this is what I'm really good at this is what I can offer this is how I can help um, I'm a big thinker i'm big picture like love to dream big and stuff and why not give something a go kind of thing and then other people on our team are just well hang on how do we get that done i was like oh yeah. okay we get it done let's just do it right like yeah. and yeah. so i i help get the ball rolling and then they help get fill in the detail and things like that and we, we rely on each other so that that's really cool um underneath me um there's there's our territorial worship team so um that's a a group of um, five of us at the moment um, and yeah. looking at how we can, because our territory is massive. Like there's like, think of the Australia territory and then add three hours of plane or four hours of a plane ride on the end of that as well. Like mm-hmm. yeah. you almost get to New Zealand by the time you've got one side <laughs> of our territory to the other. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty big. So how do we, how do we do that across that whole, whole space and how do we include people and how do we not make it like a, the Toronto, worship team like but having to make it a true territorial thing so that's something that's kind of percolating in my head at the moment i'm not sure where i'm going to land on that yet but it's exciting to think about uh but i need i know i need those process people to help me Mm. get to the right spot right because i can have this oh hey why wouldn't we do this but then i need to go clarify and qualify that through like that is that god godly aspect of wisdom right where you take it you test it and all that sort of stuff right so um yeah, so I guess those guys would be underneath me. Uh, really, um, we're, we're a resource is is what we're we're there for. It's we uh, our goal is to resource, equip, and, in, and inspire people rather than mm-hmm. to. We're not kind of leading any one thing or kind of yes, yeah, in charge yeah. of any one thing necessarily. We're there to from a like thousand foot level to go. Okay, this these are the issues, but then we have the time. Uh, and don't have the pressures of a week to week ministry or something like that to zero in on yeah. an issue too. So yep. years ago, my boss said, "Hey, we really need to equip uh, worship leaders." There hasn't been any worship leader training stuff produced in our territory ever. Yeah. So uh, one of my teammates and I, who is like the opposite side of the Myers Briggs <laughs> kind of thing, if I, yeah, she's <laughs> yeah. we sat down and we and we wrote a a, a worship leader manual thing and and kind of just helped some people kind of get going with it because Mm. we have the luxury of that time to Mm. yeah have that thousand foot view but then have it like a two two foot view of okay this is we we had the time to do this right where people don't because of the pressures of all the other stuff and so it's so it's exciting like that i i really appreciate that and i i love when we get to go Like I get get to go and visit core and help work with their worship teams and neon will go and we'll, we'll work with the whole team or, um, or I'll just go and, and work with just the leaders, um, our territorial camping and divisional Mm -hmm. camping stuff. Camp is like a season, like summer is camp stuff (laughs) in North America, which is really different to back home. Um, you don't want to be at camp in winter in Canada. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so, oh yeah, that's not imagine. fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of the camps are winterized but some aren't. Um so so yeah, so it's 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 different here. They go to camp for the summer. So there's okay. some and it's even different again in the states that like they have conservatories that are like 6 to 8 weeks long, right? Like it's mm. so it's, it's that's that was a really different cultural thing here. So mm-hmm. the focused time you get with a group of people across a summer and a group of leaders too, so it was it was yeah. cool. So we've had some cool opportunities there and yeah just just trying to be a a resource to people whether that's like dan we were talking about before going and talking going leading at officers councils so that officers can just sit back and receive instead of having to kind of be that output of of leadership and stuff or if it's yeah what 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 can we help upskill people on and things like that so yeah
2: yeah yeah and it I love that. Like I love the self-awareness you're talking about, because that's so crucial in leadership mm. is to be aware of how you work. Mm. And be like, cool, these are my strengths and these are my weaknesses. So yeah. I need people around me to support in those areas. And then knowing the people around you, in your team, in your whoever, and knowing their skills and their skill set, their strengths, their weaknesses, you know. And the, and I the other thing was knowing your role. Like mm. I just in hearing you speak of like, what is your role? Like, okay, cool. My role is this. So I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And just be like really clear on those things, I think can be such a helpful thing in leadership mm. to know this is my job and this is like how I'm going to do it. This is how I work. And this is my team who I'm going to do it with in mm. their skill set. Just in hearing you talk, I was like, oh man, those things are so crucial and so helpful when leading people, right? Mm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And it can be, broken down to like the core level as well, right? Like if you're a worship leader, a core, yeah. like I was never great at like logistical, like, okay, who's on this week for, yeah. for drums yeah. or whatever. Like, and so I, one of my friend's wives was really good at that stuff. So I said, could you manage the group? She yeah. never sang mm-hmm. or played, but she, um, she was the manager of the group. And so people would go to her with a question about, Hey, uh I need to swap my week or stuff. They wouldn't come to me because they know I didn't know what was going on. So like they knew <laughs> that I wouldn't know. So uh having that having that other person there helped it function. And then we could serve mm. the congregation p- properly, right? Because yeah. we right. were it's it's that bigger picture rather than just the yeah. music or whatever the particular service you're doing is. That it's, it's that how do we how do we look after the people that we're working with as well, right? Like discipleship yeah. and, and and just yeah. consideration for people too, right? So yeah, and just
2: because that wasn't your skill set, right? That was a job that needed to be done to make the team work. But just because that wasn't your skill set, didn't mean you couldn't lead. It just meant you had to work with others and collaborate with others to Absolutely. like to make it happen. Which I think the thing is, like, you can, yeah, it's the oh, what am I trying to say? Um, you can be in a job and use the skill sets of others to make, you know, the worship leader or the team leader doesn't have to do everything is what I'm trying to yeah. say. You yeah. can like yeah. collaborate with others. If that's not your skill set, you can still lead and just outsource the bits that are not your strength. Yes. Mm. That's what I'm trying Absolutely. to say. I got there eventually.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's, that's just leading, right? Like that's, right. that's actually, Delegation. that's like, yeah, well, yeah, kind of, but like, I love how you you're talking about this humility thing because what what I think is a massive hurdle with some people as well, and I'll, I'll say this about myself just in general probably, but being aware that you need that humility for things to work, and the knowledge of that right is mm-hmm. different than actually acting on it, <laughs> like Absolutely. like it's like right. it's like um. Yeah. It's like wisdom, there's knowledge, but there's action. Like wisdom is both of those things. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, hopefully it's motivating for people to hear, all right, well, I know, like like yourself, you're saying, I know that rosters aren't my thing. <laughs> now, there's a lot of leaders out there, and myself included sometimes, where it's like, rosters aren't my thing, but it's under my title. I'm just going to keep doing that. Yeah, yeah. And then it fails in the end, right? Whereas mm. actually acting upon that humility and being like, do you know mm. what? It's actually not actually a bad thing for me to say. Hey uh Vanessa, can you do the roster for me because you're way better at it. You know, like Yeah. I th- I think that action is the biggest step that people miss in some respect, I think. Yeah. Mm.
1: And releasing it too, right? Like not having to have yeah. control of everything. Yeah. I think yeah. when I was a younger leader, I thought um I think I did a lot of things because I thought I was supposed to or Yeah. Uh, thought people would think less of me as the leader if I didn't do this or mm. or uh yeah like I think I probably held on to a lot of things too tightly and uh yeah. and did things the wrong way a lot looking back now because I wasn't mature enough as a leader in my own leadership and yeah some like I think some people some people get thrown in the deep end in leadership and so yeah. you have to yeah. kind of make your own way along along the way and I think I that happened to me to a certain extent um it wasn't like a bad thing but it's just I didn't have anybody kind of teaching me or mentoring me (laughs) so I made a lot of mistakes along the way so there probably was um a lot of missteps that happened but yeah like I said hopefully now that I can look back with that experience hopefully help some others not make that same mistake but yeah it's that Mm. if you have to be in control once once that's your focus rather than caring for those you're ministering with or they're, they're mm. um, considering what things are like okay yeah we keep on talking about rosters but like okay <laughs> they need to know two weeks in a, or a month in advance when they're going to be on for the next two months yeah. or something like that like that's just caring for them so they can plan with their families and all those sorts yes. of things and, yeah. and if you yeah. don't do that you're kind of disrespecting them in a way because it's like yeah. well you should this is this is the most important thing you should drop everything and just make this work because i can't be bothered to do a good job of organizing it. Yeah. Sort of thing, right? Like that that's what it kinda gets to for me sometimes.
3: Yeah. yeah. And look, you you can tell because I admin is not my thing, Simon, if you couldn't half tell <laughs> by organizing, even getting together today. So I promise you that doesn't come from a place of disrespect. <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: No, time time changes were crazy, right? Like we we oh, finished man. daylight savings and you guys were doing that's it's funny. Three different time zones, so it's good.
3: Hey, I have a question for you, actually. Um, Excellence as a word, when it comes to the creative arts, Mm. uh, people definitely take that practical lens through that word, right, of
0: Mm. being
3: just really good at your craft. Mm -hmm. Um, When you're talking that macro perspective, Mm. excellence in leadership, how do you filter excellence, whatever you deem excellence is, from that macro to the micro, how do how how do you do that? How like what a?
1: I think I know I that's a big question. Yeah, that's that's a massive. Que- I thought the like five quick questions were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the sixth today. question from. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that excellence when we're talking about worship through creative arts and and mm. and. I think that looks like people authentically engage with God. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so whatever that is, whatever you're doing that mm. gets you out of the way and facilitates yes. that interaction between them and God, yeah, that's what is excellent. Yes. Sometimes I've played Love really that. badly, but people have come up and said, Oh, th- thank you for what you said. And I was like, I can't remember what I said because I just stepped all over that key change and all that chord changes and whatever. Like, and I, my my throat hurts and my singing sucked. And like, it's yeah, yeah. like, I thought it was awful, but somehow I got out of the way and mm. that person interacted with the Lord. Yeah. and that's I think what excellent looks at. And I think if we we take it from there, it was interesting. My, our sermon this morning was on a, um when uh, the disciples go to to jerusalem and they see the temple and like the temple is this beautiful building of the ancient world and all this sort of stuff and like it'd be like what the vatican is potentially in the middle east people go and they take their picture in front of them, have a selfie i guess someone, yeah like, yeah yeah chiseled it in stone or something yeah that's a, a right yeah. <laughs> of them in front of the the temple or something right so is is that and and there was this there was it was interesting because the the sermon was kind of presenting a bunch of them as mutually exclusive like the uh, our officer had been to the Vatican she's like, Oh, I was in there, and it was beautiful and all this sort of stuff and then um and kind of is that uh, the question was is that a distraction mm. and I don't ever think doing your best uh I don't think that's a distraction for you, but it can mm-hmm. be for others, maybe I don't mm. know like if mm. if our if our best looks like distraction from other people's interaction with god that's Mm. when it can be a distraction maybe so if Mm. someone can just rip a guitar solo yeah and that's their best but is that the best for the congregation at that moment yeah right right it's all about context and stuff like if that's that's in a concert go for it man like just kill it or if it's in a recording session or something like that kill it but yeah contextualizing our service and being servant leaders right like Mm. putting that at the forefront whenever i teach worship leaders the first thing we talk about is servant leadership that's the Mm. absolute first thing all Mm. the time like as as a worship leader my role is just to facilitate that interaction between god and his people on Mm. whatever service i'm in and that's my primary function there's whatever i however i do that however I execute that can look a lot of different ways and it can involve a lot of different things like it's what I say it's how I play it's all those things but it's like yeah I think there's there's something to contextualizing how we use the gifts that God given us mm. excellently <laughs> if that makes yes. sense
0: yeah
2: yeah 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 interesting a good point context is key
3: yeah, absolutely, and and again comes back to that humility thing as well, right? Of like, well, it's like it's like humility meeting an authentic relationship with God. Now, now I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not blanketing. If you start ripping a guitar solo on a Sunday, you don't have a true <laughs> relationship with God. But
1: I think we're in the salvation army. We need to rip a couple more guitars. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: but I think if you're effectively doing your due diligence in your private life and your private time and your personal time with God I think you start to understand context more is that too simple a thing to say I don't I, no,
1: but no, it, I, it, it's surprisingly simple an issue when you when you boil it down yeah like <laughs> yeah when we again when I'm talking to worship leaders we talk about how do we make decisions yeah how do we how do we decide what what do we do what's best uh, how do I do i do i introduce this song or do do i stop using this song? what whatever the decisions are come back to as a servant leader my mm. primary function is to facilitate interaction between god and his people mm. that helps you qualify a lot of things really simply yeah. right yeah like, absolutely it's it's a it's a like the ultimate qualifier as you, as you yeah. lead, I guess mm. in, and it can be that that's transferable. It's not just worship leading. It's if you're a band master, if you're a song leader, if you're yeah. an artist, whatever yeah. it is, like that's right. It, it, it's, it's universal in that we want to be pointing people to Christ all the time. And, and yeah. we're blessed to be able to serve in a way that facilitates that interaction. We literally put the words of prayer and praise on the lips of the congregation as we lead. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, like, yeah. so, it's a big responsibility, but it's actually quite clear how to do it. And yeah, there, there's yeah. a lot of lot of examples in the in the Bible of how we should what's what's good and pleasing to the Lord, right? So, yeah, yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. simplicity, just, my friend.
2: Yeah, and I was also just thinking how Jesus is just the ultimate example of leading in this way with servant leadership, right? We're talking about mm-hmm. these things mm-hmm. and leading with authenticity and, and mm-hmm. excellence. that, I love kind of the definition you gave. It's, it's like excellence is whatever it takes for people to meet with God authentically. Yep. Like yep. he's the ultimate example of that, right? And so it's just looking to him and following in his example of his leadership as well. I just, yeah, I was just thinking about how Jesus is pretty great and pretty much nails <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: Definitely, yeah. Yeah he's, 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 yeah, he's got that one covered. <laughs> Tick yeah. That yeah absolutely <laughs>
3: um the the other thing as well like and I think this actually speaks to the macro to micro as well is that if you're not showing it as that macro leader mm. it's never ever going to filter down no matter what right so mm. so
0: mm,
3: okay okay here's a question for you then
1: as someone this is be deep, I can tell already. Nah I don't I don't reckon, I don't reckon. Oh, okay. I might
3: sound like I'm about to say something wise. I promise you it's probably not. When you're in that <laughs> position, when you're in that position, what is the thing that like how are you checking yourself? I mm. guess. Mm. Um, and and like we could use the term motivation. How are you keeping motivated to be able to effectively mm. lead? where God's yeah. calling you to go and calling others to go because you're not just you're not just sitting under your own like like if you're you're leading other people yeah. right so so how yeah, are you how yeah. are you checking yourself and how are you motivating yourself I guess
1: um it can be pretty it can be pretty tough especially for someone who loves to dream and loves yeah. to think big yeah, yeah. um if you personally if I feel like I'm getting super repetitive I do just switch off sometimes right like not switch yeah. off but it's just it's harder to get up and get going sometimes so mm. it, it's about that uh pursuit like part of it is the pursuit of excellence right part yeah. of it is yeah. okay i feel like i'm pretty good on this aspect of of doing this like i i play on some of the worship teams at my core i've gone and taken my electric and play that instead of my acoustic, which I'm really comfortable with and I, no worries, but I'm trying to play a whole bunch of different stuff and that's pushing me to do something different, but to be helping people enter into the presence of God through what I do, but in a different way, you know what I mean? And and yeah. I, like I am a terrible bandsman, but I, and I, and I play with some like exceptional bandsmen, which is really hard because uh, they're really good and I'm really bad. But I push myself to, to be in that group and stay in that group because it's it's pushing me into a different space um, yeah. of, of yeah, leadership, okay. of, of, of involvement and stuff like that and, and pushing my skills to a different place, mm. I guess. So not always just being where you're comfortable, maybe, is, yeah. a, is a good way to do it, to be stretched Regularly, and especially like when I do stuff with the music department, I end up being the tuba player for the music department. And some of these people have like trumpet degrees and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. oh, like just <laughs> killing the tuba part. It's pretty funny, but um, but yeah. So it's, I think I think that's part of it. Keep on, keep on pushing yourself. Keep on trying mm. to find out something mm. new. YouTube University is a great place to go yeah. Uh, yeah. and just learn how to do stuff and and push your skills to another level. Um. Mm-hmm yeah like and and Mm. and not be afraid to try things too right like yeah yep to go hey i think this would be something that people would dig in their worship and 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 be yeah this might help someone kind of interact with god and even even as a leader like being inspired by other leaders i guess so Yeah. yeah pay attention to what's going on around you be be aware of other leaders in your field and and learn from them but like be open enough to be like hey this person's better than this and me than i am yeah like can what can i glean from them what can i what can i steal what can i use like what how can i be better because i've interacted with this leader and it might be just through a podcast it might be through a youtube video it might you might go to a service where they're running stuff like there's all sorts of ways you can do this stuff and um yeah so it's yeah it's yeah yeah, there's lots of opportunity. I think to to keep yourself motivated. Yeah, but mm. I think um that's a personality thing too. Yeah, like I just like yep. doing mm. the next thing, a bit of a self starter and stuff. But some people, it's that's not their personality. Like the comfortable, the known is is where they live, and so I think it might be harder for someone like that to mm. um dive into that really deeply. Mm. Um, and that's where, yeah how do you how do you not be stale yeah and things like that yeah i th- i mm. think i'm learning that i'm learning the the uh the wisdom that's in in stillness and in mm. reflection and and that sort of stuff i yeah i know i've i've been to a couple of those retreat things where you it's all about <laughs> like take time and stuff and and I, th- I don't know i think i probably have add or something so it's it's hard <laughs> for me to be still i hear ya.
3: i hear you mate
1: so i so i was I was leading worship at one of these at one of these retreats, and we were doing we were doing it was all through the lens of the um the Enneagram stuff I don't know if you guys oh, know yeah, about but yeah. it's all personality types and stuff yeah and i'd done I'd done a little bit on that, so it was a bit touchy feely for me kind of <laughs> yeah I don't know. uh yeah. it was all like yeah okay i i get it but i i I don't know how much but the the way that these leaders unpacked how you your holiness can be linked to your personality type. And then that's how you rest in God and understanding oh. yourself. Like the, the great commandment is to love others as you love yourself. And we just go out after the love others so often mm. that we don't mm. understand that we, if we don't love ourselves, we don't know how to love each other, others effectively. Yeah.
0: And mm. so being
1: aware enough of yourself to, to take that time and, and, mm and understand who you are and who God's created you to be yeah. and yeah. what that then means for your leadership, for your, mm. your yeah. ministry mm. and, and yeah. what that means for how you need to, yeah, where you need to push yourself. So yeah, if I'm, if yeah. I'm a person who loves dreaming big, yeah, lean into that, but have you got to have seasons where you rein it in and you take time to let God just talk to you without the next big thing. Um, yeah. Things like that, I think, is is really where it kind of was helpful for me. So I think, mm. yeah. Uh, but again, that's just learning off other leaders, right? Like, I was mm. lucky enough to have that opportunity, but just yeah. be present enough wherever you are to go, yeah. hey, God's speaking to me through that. Like, God can use that in my life or God can yeah. use that yeah. in my leadership or like, yeah. I guess yeah. I'm hearing this for a reason and stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's growing in your leadership isn't just like craft-wise, right? Growing yeah, in your that's leadership right. Is, no, no. As a person who you are mm. learning more about yourself, learning to mm. love yourself, learning to rest or put boundaries in or follow mm. rhythms or, you know, spiritually, whatever. Like it's mm. all those parts of mm. leadership. It's not just as as important as like growing in your craft is because it really is important, whatever you're leading. Like that aspect mm. is really important. But this other aspect is really important too. So good. Mm. If, you're, if
1: you're leading off, running on empty yeah that's what you're bringing to your congregation yes. potentially right yeah so that's right. I, I think we've all kind of got to the end of a camp or something it's the, la- the last worship session and you're half asleep or something like oh, you man. know what i mean like you, you've all you, you've had had those moments Every every leader's had those moments um but sometimes we we manufacture them for ourselves there's nothing you can do at mm. the end of camp everybody's tired right but yeah yeah, yeah. there's there's something you can do about your weekly ministry or your, yeah. your your group that you're a part of that you choose to be in and how do you and i i i, I i'm the first to admit i'm really bad at this at taking <laughs> that time and those rhythms of holding it uh, yeah i'm i'm just bad at it and I, it's yeah. something that i i would like to be a lot better at because i think i wonder if god god could use me even more like he the, yeah. I love that he uses me in my weakness and that's fantastic. <laughs> but I, <laughs> sometimes I like to walk in a position of like strength with God behind me and where we're both walking into this very well, but uh, he just, he just makes up for me being a bit of a Muppet most of the time.
2: <laughs> we're all a work in progress. We're all working on stuff. It's all right. There's that's grace. That's right. That's
3: right. And I I love just the whole like love yourself. I will I yeah. feel like a lot of leaders need to hear that. Like mm, that was a big actually, revelation
1: for me in that room. It was like, yeah. whoa.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. I've been a Christian all my life and I've heard that verse. Yep. A bajillion yeah, bajillion times. Yeah, I guess in the Salvation Army, especially, we we just focus on yeah. that first bit, love others. Yeah, yeah, They're absolutely. Good, like, yeah. And William Booth probably to blame for that because that that one <laughs> like one word uh, like telegram yeah. thing. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's his fault. It's not our fault, guys. Like, yeah, yeah okay. that's right. As a denomination, we are okay. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, but it's kind of ingrained in, fr- in you from when you're a kid, right? Yeah. Like we're we're all about service, and that's awesome. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah, mm. absolutely. But I think we need to kind of claim some of that understanding
2: yeah and it, and it, yeah
1: it, it sounds all touchy-feely like love yourself ooh, yeah, but it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not it's just understand who god created you to be and the exactly. strengths yeah. and the passions yep. and how he's yeah. intertwining that and and yeah my life's a like a walking testimony to how he he does that if you mm. if you open mm. if you're open enough to trust him with it you don't have to yeah you don't have to have all the pieces of paper or whatever for him to mm. get you to an amazing place. It, it's, yeah. uh, it's all his will. If you're crazy enough to, to let him, yeah. To, yeah. to let him have control. <laughs> and
3: I- and I think from an Australian perspective, the whole love yourself idea is like so anti-cultural. Like, oh, yeah. like it's as soon as you pick up any vibe of anyone that's like, nah, I think I did pretty well, you have to shoot them down, right? Like, it's.
1: I tried and, to explain this to uh, someone the other day that like tall poppy syndrome <laughs> is like a sport in Australia like oh, there's there's lots <laughs> yeah. of sports but the national sport is just like tearing down people because yeah, that's they're right. getting too big for their britches kind yep. of thing like yeah. yeah it's it's a thing man like and it's it's yeah. different up here like self promotion and stuff it's, it's just a different mm. mentality mm. here I found um, yeah, not that people are like crazy in love with yeah, themselves yeah, yeah, and it's, it's at yeah, the top yeah. but like well, it's it, just it's, it's a just difference. a different yeah. cultural thing right Culturally, and so it is yeah. definitely a cultural thing at home it yeah. is just yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty unhealthy. It's pretty brutal. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And
3: it, it's you're right. Like we are taught, like let's look at others through God's eyes.
0: But mm. I,
3: I, don't think I've ever heard "look at yourself through God's." Well, well I probably have mm. heard it, but you know, it's not an ingrained <laughs> thing. Like look at yourself through God's eyes, always
1: as yeah. well. Like. it's not a regular thing that we, we push or we, mm. we we teach. And grow people in. I don't think yeah. in, in our denomination specifically. Because we're so focused outside, and and we should be. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's godly and yeah, and true. Yeah. But so is this, right? Yeah, a hundred
3: percent. And how yeah. how much would that, exclusive? Yeah, and how much would that impact all our leaders too? Mm. If everyone oh. was sure. stepping into that space, like yeah. I think we would. It would make a noticeable difference.
1: Oh yeah. That is yeah. leading
3: with excellence, right? Knowing who you are, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The most I, excellent
1: form of you, like. Yeah, like in Dragon Ball Z, where he goes all like bright coloured. Yeah, Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan, man. Yeah. yeah.
2: (laughs) I um remember being uh receiving from a prayer ministry once, um, and the question they often use to prompt people is they encourage you to ask God, God, how do you see me, Mm. and then ask the question and and wait for a response. So just get like real practical with y'all for a Mm. moment, but like I think it's just a beautiful thing, like in prayer. Prayer is a conversation, right? It's back and forth. Mm. It's two ways. Like, ask God to reveal how He sees you. Like, what images, mm. what things are brought up? Because, mm-hmm. like, because we have a God who is alive and like and speaks. So it's not like you just have yeah. to be like, "Yeah, God," just like generally in life. Like, no, man. Like, show me how do you see me? Yeah, just and getting real practical in- with me because that question changed yeah. a lot for me. Yeah,
1: and and sometimes it's in that stillness that He answers that. Like,
2: yeah, all
1: right, I'm not. Yeah, it's the it's the small like the wind goes past the mountain the fire goes past the yeah. mountain, and there's that still small yeah. voice right like we've yeah. got, we've got to slow down enough to hear him talk and not expect it yeah. in our time and in our in our uh in our thing and it can even like it can even come and then it doesn't like it doesn't seem like it comes to fruition in your life because yeah. of what you expect yeah. that to mean and stuff so not putting our expectations or, For or sure. qualifi- qualifiers on what some of that looks like yeah in our lives like letting yeah. go and letting him kind of lead you to that place after you kind of get that word is huge too
2: yeah yeah that's and for, true I'm sure, making sure yeah. it's like in line with what the bible says as well so yeah. if you're feeling yeah. like I feel shameful and I feel you know like diminished I'm like that's not from God that's that's yeah. not Jesus like mm-hmm. just just to add that in there that like he's a God who honors us who loves us who uplifts us so if the words are not yeah, in line with the Bible, then yeah, something's happened. Yeah, Jesus certainly speaks truth <laughs> and love and life. Yeah. Just putting it out there.
1: Well, oh, I love that, if you're asking him for what he feels, if what he sees in you, he wouldn't be putting those things on you, right? So, yes, oh, that's right. exactly.
2: That's, that's my right. point. I just wanted like almost a disclaimer yeah. out there. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Do you know what, as I, well, just any any leader out there listening too, I just want to pour love on you anyway right now yeah, and just say yeah, we yeah, love, God yeah. sees what you're doing. Like, mm. yeah. I, we've, we've the three of us have been in moments of leadership, I'm sure, where we've just felt like we are doing everything wrong. Um but if that is you right now, like I just want to let you know God sees what you're doing. He sees your heart. Keep chugging away. We've got your back. I know
0: we're
3: we're a voice in your ear, so I guess that's not as as cool as actually being with you. But we have your back. Um (laughs) yeah, I just thought I'd say that. Yeah, we've got your ear holes.
2: (laughs) It's true. Reach out to us if you ever need us, side note. Like we're here, we've got your back. We'll give you like a an in person. Cheer squad! If we did. like, you know, <laughs> in real time, if we can, you're like, if you've we got can. this, Basic. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah,
1: that's and that's right. one of the other things, though. Like being, I don't know if it's humble enough or, or whatever, to reach out to others around you. Like, yes, right. Yeah, I, I love so networking. I I yep. love it. I think it is one of the biggest strengths that we have. We've got an international army as well, right? Like we've yeah. got people mm. around the world doing the same stuff all over yeah. the place so yeah. let's let's learn from each other let's work together yeah. like i know that was that was cool i hadn't ever met dan and he just said hey can we have a chat after i don't know nothing was after talking with lou or someone and just saying hey you should talk to this guy and I, I was talking to yeah. chris and he said oh, you should connect with this guy i'm like yeah sure let's do it yes yeah, sure. yeah. and now like yeah. dan's great i love that. this guy and now <laughs> like, yeah, you're on
2: the podcast <laughs> but We're i mean both it's bold, just it's great <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but just go out after learning from people and, and, yeah. and mm. interacting and and, yep. and even like looking for those people who can take you to the next level. There's yep. been mm. some people here since I've started my role. I had to jump into like recording stuff and mm. pro tools and things like that program so big it blew my brain up for like six I, months. Yeah. but. I had supportive people near me that I could send stuff to and say, "Hey, is this any good?" And they came back and said, "No, but do this and it'll <laughs> sound all right." Like I'm like, oh, yeah. "Okay, that's good." And I learn and you grow, yeah. right? So you you just push yourself to, and that's that's a part of that seeking that excellence in your skill yeah. set, yeah. so that what you yeah. do is not a distraction from worship, right? Like, and mm. so yeah, if you're a corner player, go and sit down next to the person who sits on the end of the corner bench and say, yep. "Hey, how how do you do this?" Yeah. Well what yeah, what do you do right. that for? Like that's uh, right. yeah, so just true. be just be Ask open. And, yeah. Like I think people are more excited to to help others than than we give them credit for <laughs> sometimes. Yeah.
3: yeah, oh I agreed. Hundred percent agreed. And it's hard I to mean, be authentic without the vulnerability, right? You need that yeah. vulnerability there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And do if it. And you do you it as you, it. right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> No, do no, it no, as no. you right like go like when i first got here like we're pretty laid back as as a as a culture in australia um <laughs> yeah. and so I, canada's not quite that laid back and so i got up there and i'm leading worship, i'm telling jokes and stuff and people are like
0: what uh-huh. <laughs> but then i got
1: off the platform and i told jokes with them and i that's how i interacted with yep. people right and yeah. so they're yeah. like oh okay this is who this guy is and yep. that's yeah. who he is when he's standing up there leading worship, that's who he is when he's down here mm-hmm. chatting with us. Yeah. And yep. if that, that authenticity builds collateral with people and 100%. builds Ooh, yeah. build like, like it, it puts change in your pocket that you can spend later with people. If you, if that yep. makes sense, like not that it's all transactional, but like it, no. it gives you the, it gives you currency with, with people to be able to say something, uh, ask for something as far as help or or give a word that might be, hey, you know what? Maybe we could have done this better together or you could have done this better if there's something that you've learnt mm. and you know about. It's harder to go in cold and say, hey, I think you should change this because people get mm. their back up and get frustrated or angry or cranky you, whatever. But if you have that change to spend with them and they know who you are, yeah. then you can walk in and say, you know what? Because we want to be servant leaders, because our goal is... that interaction between God and his people, I think we need to change this or we don't need to do this anymore. Or, You know what I mean? Like you can't make those changes as a leader, right? Unless you have that currency to spend with people.
2: Mm. Which is relationship, which is all about Mm. like loving one another, right? Mm -hmm. Which is like, therefore it comes from a place of love and a place Mm -hmm. of care because you know about that person and you know what's going on and you care about them. It's not just some random being like, oh, you should do this because 100%. You'd get cranky. You'd under. I'd understand why people get cranky if you didn't know. But yeah. like when you have a relationship with someone, and when you know that they care about you beyond just this one thing, it's different. It's mm. it's yeah. It's just loving one another.
1: Mm-hmm. And that flows from loving yourself,
2: right? Oh, look like at biblically. this! We're tying whoa. it all together, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. blowing it up. <laughs> um, I've got a question for you, Simon. We you've mentioned a couple of times. Um. I guess, influences in your life of people who have modelled good leadership for you. Mm. So I guess I'm interested, who is someone who's who's modelled good leadership to you and what was the particular things about how they led that that made you go, wow, that, that person's... They're leading well or I want to take that part of mm. their leadership, you know, mm. that sort of huh. thing.
1: Oh, man, there's been a lot. I, I was lucky enough to be... Um, I was in the Sydney Staff Songsters for a while and Graham Press was a really kind of formative leader for me. He, mm-hmm. um, the way he led worship, he was leading with a choir, but he was always looking for how to create that, that interaction between God and his people through through the mm-hmm. music that we did. Um, and it was in a more formal setting with the, with the, um, with the choir and stuff there. But um, yeah, Graham just had a way of communicating as well with the congregation mm-hmm. that there was an ease to how he spoke to people and he mm-hmm. spoke to them he spoke to me that way backstage and he spoke to everybody that way it wasn't a mm. wasn't a forced there was there's there's times where there was like a formality to it but it matched the occasion so it was that appropriateness yeah. we are talking about like that situation um but yeah there was an ease with which he led worship that really informed informs how I do it now I guess really mm. um I think Michelle K, she was mm-hmm. she was huge in my development as a leader and my understanding of, um, what it means to be a worship leader. And I did, uh, did a worship school with her when I was a very young worship leader. And she gave me opportunities and stuff to, uh, to do some stuff, um, like divisionally and stuff like that, that I probably, (laughs) I probably didn't deserve. Um, but she probably (laughs) was like, there's probably been a bunch of people who'd said no. So I was on the bottom of the barrel or something. I don't know. (laughs) Um, yeah. And I think relationship wise, um, uh, There's a guy called Frank Lipovic, who um, you probably know Shoshana. Uh, yeah. he's just he's just a great man <laughs> and mm. loves people authentically. And yeah. seeing that consistently through a lot of different situations uh, mm. really taught me a lot about what it means to to give people a shot and back people and mm. trust trust people. I think yeah. that was one of the biggest things for for my for a leadership thing that I learned. That was he would give you enough rope to go and hang yourself kind of thing, but (laughs) wouldn't let you get there. (laughs) He'd he'd, he'd help you so that you didn't along the way. But yeah, he gave me again, gave me opportunities and stuff and, and, Mm. and and backed me to do things that I probably shouldn't have been able to do. um, (laughs) But that he probably had the skills to do by himself that he, and he didn't Mm. need me to be doing it, but Mm. was, was willing to give like a young guy a go at certain things and, Mm. and back that sort of stuff. And yeah, so I think there's, those those are kind of three, three leaders that really yeah, awesome. kind of spoke right. to my my leadership stuff. And they're, yeah, they're all kind of Sydney, Australia, Eastern Territory, <laughs> not Northern Aussie, anymore. Australia Territory. I had yeah, a, I, yeah. I, I, It was funny. I was leading worship once at at a uh, an event, and Floyd Commissioner Floyd Titt is now our oh, yeah. territorial commander here in Canada. He was, and I said something about uh, the Australian Eastern Territory and I kind of said under my breath well I mean it doesn't exist anymore because someone in the room shut it down and <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> had a kind of had a go and I was lucky that he kind of knows that Australians make jokes about stuff because <laughs> a couple uh-huh. people were like who's oh, going like to say that but he was he was alright with it he did say you're good. lucky you're not an officer because I can't move you after I yeah, said that so yeah yeah that's right <laughs> it was pretty funny the power of the move yeah
0: <laughs>
2: oh man um, so good though I think it's cool to be able to call out for Mm. a good exercise for Mm -hmm. us all to call out people who have modeled it well. Right. And Mm. then I also love those people gave you a shot. Like they were in leadership and gave you a shot. So then those of us who have any form of leadership, like it's, we need to give the next person the shot as well. Right. Give them the rope. Don't let them go too far, but like give them a chance, you know, and be with them as they do
1: that. I think, yeah, you need to look at what, as you go into leadership, what's God asking you to do now as a leader? Mm. But then mm. who's God asking you to replace you? 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's who's, right.
1: who's, he looking, who's he asking you to look around for that can can do what you do next yeah. and do it better because you've helped them yeah. do it better? Yes. And yeah, that's yeah. Right. Yeah, I've seen people give me that opportunity to do some of that stuff. Not saying I did it better than any of those people, but you know <laughs> I mean? like give me that shot to be a leader or be, make decisions or organize things. Like Do those push outside my comfort zone Um, yeah yeah with their with their help and their the support and their blessing
2: yeah Mm. so good so it's it's it's
3: super clear to see with you simon that like your heart is for the next as well though like like it comes across in what you do and how you act and i look i don't know you that well but here we are and that that's what I pick up from you right like oh, like good. the <laughs> like ho- ho- the hope is right like in 10 years time when someone else is in a podcast and they get asked who who influenced you that people say your name right like that's yeah and that'd be and amazing <laughs> it, it would not be surprising if a stack of people were saying the name Simon Goff in the near future so that's I just <laughs> want to I want to take this moment now to give you a bit of honor and just say we hmm. we Like I see your heart. I see it in in what you do. Um, Humility, trust, vulnerability. I see that all in you, which is the things that we were pointing out as Mm. people who are excellent and authentic leaders. So Mm. keep... Keep chasing God. Keep doing what God puts on your heart as you do. Mm. As the first sentence you say today, when we ask to talk about you, you talk about God. Yes. And that's yeah, that's exactly. the key to all of this, right? Everything is seen through that lens of where God's put mm. you yeah. and what God's working through your life. So I just want to honour you in that space and say, oh, geez, good job. Good. Keep going. We got your back. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's... We just pray, like, God's favour and blessing mm. on your ministry, that, like, he goes before you and that he would just, like, open the doors and that in another 10 years time, you're going to be like, I don't even know how I got here. This is like even (laughs) more next level. Um, We have been so blessed and encouraged by all the words you have spoken today. They've been mm. fantastic. And I, I'm sure people listening will feel the same. And so we just, yeah, pray God's blessing upon you and everything you do that the kingdom would flourish in Canada. And we would just yeah. be hearing about Absolutely. it everywhere we go. Revival yeah. in Canada. Yes, let's, go. let's go.
1: Yeah, that's the prayer, right? <laughs> like Yeah, more, more people encountering him authentically through yep. whatever is happening yeah. and and however that looks and whatever god wants that to look like right so yeah absolutely yeah,
3: yeah. well thank you very much for your time mate yes
1: no oh, thank you very much for having me on guys it's great it's great to be be here with you guys great to like talk to people who sound like me it's awesome I <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't okay. feel like i have to explain what i'm saying all the time this is, this is brilliant. <laughs> i love it
3: Hello, Seven Days listeners. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like what we do uh, and you want to make sure you don't miss an episode, uh, what can you do? Shush
2: you can subscribe to our podcast, uh, which you can yes. find on whatever platform you're using. There'll be a little subscribe button. By clicking that, you'll be notified each time of when a new episode is out. So make sure you hit that button yeah. so you don't miss uh, any episode. Uh, but you can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Salvos WorshipArtsSalvosAU. Uh, you'll get updated there when a new episode comes out. Um, but also, we would really appreciate it if you share the podcast. Whether you want to share yeah. it on social social media, on your Facebook, Insta, what TikTok, I don't know, whatever you use, Uh, we would love it if you would share the podcast, um, or just tell a friend, text it to somebody, be like, hey, check this out, it's epic, Uh, we would really appreciate it, because we just, I guess, want to reach as many people as possible who would be interested, and not for our sake, not because we want to get a platform for our own sake, just because we want to impact as many people as we can for the sake of god's glory if this is going to be impactful for somebody in their faith we want to get it to them um so that's why we'd ask you to share it
3: perfect i couldn't have said that any better myself
2: thanks